Welcome back to the show that actually guest stars the main character on the show. This is Star Wars, the Book of Boba Fett TV series, episode, chapter, six, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Oh, you nailed this. <laughs> By the way, it's the Bennett Brothers podcast. What did I say? <laughs> you, you didn't say that. I did. You said, this is the Star Wars <laughs> book. Of- it's so good. All right. I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us. As we continue our trek through the book of Boba Fett, we're in chapter six, almost to the finale. No, no. It's episode six. <laughs> Part six. We're going to spoil this latest episode. If you haven't been spoiled already, holy smokes, I don't know how you would avoid it, but it's been, it's everywhere. We're going to talk about it. We're going to uh, spoil it, like I said. If you want to join the conversation, go to facebook.com slash Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Pod, or send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. By the way, since you don't actually listen to these podcasts, every time you say we're going to talk about it in the background, I'm playing, let's give them something to talk. It doesn't work with Star Wars very well. But it, no, it's, there. it's terrible. But at the same time, you're glub, glub. Jeez, that's right. So we're going to talk about this episode here. Before we get into the episode, quick bit of news. We talked about it last week. I asked Jerry, what's going to be on the Super Bowl? Is there going to be any trailers or anything through some sources? It sounds like there's going to be a Moon Knight trailer and a Doctor Strange trailer. I don't know if it's going to be the same one that's at the end of the movie or if it's going to be a new trailer. It's going to be a new trailer. I hope so. And that's going to be exciting. the one I'm excited about, Lord of the Rings trailer. Is that going to, is that going to drop? Amazon's dropping some cash. Yeah. Ooh, buddy. Hopefully it's better than Wheel of Time. How could it? Be? Okay. I haven't yeah. seen that. I know Wheel. Of, it's not that Wheel of Time is bad. It's just it didn't live up to the books. And that's the biggest problem with the show. It doesn't live up to the books. Nothing it's very does amateur. in your opinion. Your favorite Nothing? stuff. I'm sorry. Let's see, Joel. What was what was the the gunfighter Stephen King? Oh, that's it. Was it Dark Tower? See, that was terrible. I know Lord of the Rings was terrible. Harry Potter movies. Oh, you've read the Lord of the Rings books? I have. Oh, get out of here. Those Jerry, books? Yeah, the books like this, Lord of the Rings is like this big. It's not a huge book. You know, I read like all the time, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're, that's going to be exciting to look forward to. We'll have our opinions on those when they come up next Sunday. So probably on the next podcast, you'll hear our opinions of those trailers. That's all the news I got. I have no more news. Nope, that's no it. News yeah, obviously, is this, news. Is penulti- blah, blah, blah. this is the penultimate episode. There'll be one more podcast after this. And then probably, I think, we'll be uh, almost done or close to be done of the Peacemaker. Peacemaker TV series. So there may be a week or so in between there as we do that. But we'll do one covering the whole show. And then after that, who knows what's next? Maybe Moon, Moon Knight. Night. Probably Moon Knight. So unless, yeah. Mo- unless Mo- Morbius comes out. Yeah, but, but they pushed it back. Who knows when that's coming? So that's it. So what did you think of this episode? This is the worst episode I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, my God. At one point. My God, this episode was just everything you ever wanted. There was a scene where there was a computer-generated man face and a puppet, <laughs> and Joel goes, I could just watch this for hours. <laughs> I could. I was, there was a scene where your son passed out because he was so... <laughs> this is... Oh, uh, oh he's done. out. <laughs> he's like... He, <laughs> No, it was at one was, point, and again, I'm, I'm, again, we've already established I'm the one who squealed during Endgame, so I don't give a damn. But he goes, he sucked the air out of the room. I almost got dizzy. He goes, <gasps> and it just sucked it out. Like, oh my god, stop! I can't breathe. Can't breathe. I, mean, I felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger from Total Recall. <laughs> my eyes started popping out. No, this this episode, I, we mentioned this a couple podcasts ago. What I wanted from Star Wars lightsabers, 
and oh, the force and jedi and stuff like that i'm like we need i can't wait for i can't wait for uh kenobi because i want this sort of thing and what it was this episode give us the force and lightsabers not a lot of lightsabers but some like oh okay you're hitting the, you're hitting the marks for me this is good i love the western stuff good stuff you want the, the force samurai stuff, uh, the samurai the connections to other star wars there's a big scene in this we'll talk about that was amazing this episode is the highlight of the season so far perhaps the highlight of the star wars shows so far now i'm i'll just say right now because we're going to go in deep i love this episode great episode one of the best uh television shows episodes i've seen in a while and i have to i have to justify in my head is that because of what it was or that was was because it was fan service and let's talk. We'll talk and see. Mm-hmm. Maybe come to a conclusion at the end because there is some of that that I have to be very aware of. That when you're watching this or you're watching a new Spider-Man movie and there's other people who show up from other stuff, you, are you going? This is incredible because it it follows the story structure that way, or is it incredible because I've always wanted to see when Count Chocula meets Frankenberry? I don't know. It's all passed out. So uh, that well, that, it's interesting yeah. that you bring that up because. One of the things we've talked about with this is the uh, unevenness of some of, at least I have, the unevenness of some of the storytelling, the unevenness of the season itself. This episode and the previous episode were directed by two people who worked on Mandalorian. The Robert Rodriguez episodes, though, he did not really work. He did a little bit on the Mandalorian, but the, like Bryce Dallas Howard and definitely Dave Filoni, like they are attached from the beginning of Star Wars, these TV shows. The reason I bring this up is because I had asked, because we didn't know, is Dave Filoni writing any of this, or is it all John Favreau? This episode made a point of pointing out that Dave Filoni was a writer on this episode, along with John Favreau. He's not, Dave Filoni's not listed as a writer on any of the other episodes on IMDb. He's not listed in the credits as a writer. I'm wondering if this, the reason this episode's so good is because Dave Filoni just kicks ass. Well, these are his characters. He created or worked with the team that created a bunch of this, a bunch of the lore, a bunch mm-hmm. of the backstory, and all that stuff. So, yes. and I'm, but he's also maybe you know, he's, he's been busy doing, making he's been the Ahsoka doing, show right now. Who he's been knows? doing the storytelling. You're right. That'd be awesome. I mean, he's been doing the storytelling for Clone Wars. Bad. Like he's the force behind this. So I wonder if he just has a better oh, ability nice to tell. There, nice. I wonder if he has a better ability to tell stories. Versus Robert Rodriguez is good, but we mentioned, like, what are his best films? And, like, you can only name, like, two yeah, that you really that. like. So I'm wondering if it's just a, a better storyteller. I don't know. John Favreau uh, is good. It's hard to say because, it, I, honestly, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like on shows like this, television shows, I believe it's more of a showrunner issue. If, we, if you were to go back and this is a terrible person to talk about, but bottom line, if you're watching Buffy, you wouldn't go, like, this episode was directed better than this episode. Mm-hmm. you go, like, these are all... Joss Whedon's vision. That's why I brought Joss up, Whedon's story. You know, so I, I don't know. That's why I brought up writing. Though. Yeah. He, he's, he wrote this But it's still episode. a showrunner. Yeah. I agree. And John Favreau is the showrunner on this, but I'm wondering Isn't if, Filoni the co-showrunner? No, he's an executive producer, not the showrunner. Mm. He's Same with Robert doing, Rodriguez. Because he's, he's probably doing... Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm Mandalorian sure he has, season three is filmed. I'm sure and, he yeah. has say on it, and he looks over the scripts and all that kind of stuff, but it's not like this is his... I think this is John Favreau's baby versus I think The Mandalorian was both his and... Dave Filoni's baby. No, uh, Kathleen Kennedy's and Gro- done all and Grogu's this. baby. I love when people are like, Din is Grogu's father. It's like, Grogu's like, oh, like 50. Probably, he's 50. Yeah, he's older than the Mandalorian. He's his age is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, but he <laughs> I matures at a different 
Mm-hmm. He's matures at a, a different Or rate. based on this episode and based on what we know, he might already be mature, but since he got his mind wiped, he doesn't, you know, he had to That's go back. That's an interesting idea. So, But I, I think it's everybody seems to, the online speculation is that he is a race that if he lives to be 900 years old, basing it on how the human brain works, obviously the human brain, they said, well, if you lived, if a human who is, let's say an average age to make it simple, of 100 years, if you you do that multiply by nine, that means the child, which is normally, you know, from zero to five, that would mean do it in times nine, so it's 45 or whatever. I mean, if that's Maybe. how you, that, I mean, I mean, but, that, was, but, that, but yeah, the brain that's, processes that's little, differently. Yeah, that's a little, that's like saying like people who lived only to be, the average age was 30 no, hundreds I, of no, years I'm ago. I'm just saying that the average mature. age of what a human body theoretically could live to is, is we, I'm just saying 100, oh, whatever. That's fair. I'm just basing on that. I'm basing it also on that that doesn't it's not a, it's not a one to one thing mm-hmm. it's not well oh, that means course. that means he has to be in diapers for 4 years it doesn't mean that it's it's the same way like a uh, you know, a giraffe when it's born it immediately knows how to run around it doesn't spend time on its back it's like creatures are you know mm-hmm. so i mean not a big deal it's not this is this is a small nitpick so okay so that's our opinions on the episode let's see if things change like jerry thinks they might or maybe they won't no i just i want to i want to find out if that is what it is this was great television and i'm excited to talk about it so let's go we're gonna start at a moisture evaporator farm uh by the town of moss pelgo also known as Freetown, which is from the books the aftermath books it gets its name in there which is also where cobb vance Came from. As a Speaking character. of Cobb Vance, it's, we get to see Cobb Vance again after he was on The Mandalorian. We get Played to see by him Timothy Olfant again. Mm-hmm. He has a showdown with some of the Pike Syndicate. Great voices on those. The Pike Syndicate. Got a little bit of a vibration. They don't move their teeth, apparently. <laughs> oh, no. He kills three of these guys. This is the also the speeder that is there is the same speeder from the same make and model from Solo. Yes. Star Wars story. Yes, thank you for that. He ends up taking the spice and just kicks it over. It's a, it, he uses that. He basically says it's a fine for trespassing. He lets one of them go, and when the spice goes in the air, it quickly shifts to Dune. It looks like Arrakis, and that's you know. It, eh, sometimes you gotta dump your spice. Actually, even so, how Solo gets boarded sometimes. Yeah. No, Debbie was watching, and she's like, "What is it?" She goes, "She goes." She actually got confused. Not confused. Uh, she thought, like, why did we didn't see something where this? And I go, yeah, do. And she said, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is the exact same stuff. <laughs> the spice. Oh, because it was spice. like, you know, it's, it's, you don't throw it away. And I said, well, why are they doing that? Because she remembers that from Dune, the spice is not an illegal substance. It's something that everybody uses versus in this world, oh, it's just drugs. Yeah. Because spice also deals with, in Dune, it deals with space travel. Yeah. Too. It's, yeah. This it has, is, has a uh, purpose. Yeah. Has anyone ever done Spice in Star Wars? Have we ever seen a character? I know we had the character from uh, episode three, or you want these sticks? Oh, the death sticks. Death, yeah. But we don't have anyone. Uh, I don't know. We've never, I, I don't believe, I mean, other than you can just see. You not know, a big deal. Yeah. I mean. So we, Got to we, go, we go to another planet. After the title, yeah. Is this Yavin 4? No. Because in the books... Luke no, no, trains. No. He puts in his the academy old, on Yavin Four. In in the old books. Yes, the old this books. Is, yeah, they, yeah. This is. They not, don't mention what this planet is. No, but uh, it's the it, planet we see in the Last Jedi. Yes. But I'm, what I'm saying is, could it be Yavin Four? No. Why not? Because they name all the planets. If they would have, they would name that. We also, you think they would go to one of the existing temples there, and 
I don't believe. I mean, fair enough. I'm just asking the question because I don't know. I bet you there is a comic book like the Kylo Ren five issue series probably names the planet in there. I looked online. No one knows. No one knows. Everyone's speculating what this planet could be because they're like, this planet looks like this planet, but then it has a it has bamboo and like there's all sorts of stuff. And by the way, like we said in Star Wars, you can only have one topography. Yes, yes, because our planet has bamboo and spots too. (laughs) It's true, and yet parts look like Hoth. See R two D two. Yep, our first. Well, our second cameo of this season, of this episode, our second returning cameo, R2-D2, one of the classics, the classic star- character from Star Wars. Do we see him first? Is he the first character we see? After we see Mandalorian, we see No, no, him. no, I'm saying in Star Wars. We see... No, the first people we, we see, see, we are, see the, are the rebel troopers. I'm talking about the, a main character. Is he the first main character, or is it C-3PO? Who walks across first? It's R2-D2, because he walks and C-3PO follows Well, no, we don't see him. them that way. We see the, the C-3PO and the other protocol droid walking, and R2's right behind right. him. This is madness. You're right. There you go. So, well, close, close. Protocol droid, the other one. Whatever happened to him? Yes, and as we land on this planet, and he confronts R2 and talks about we get that great fake force effect with the machine that's moving the yes. boulders. We the were building all like, droid, oh. I'm calling it. <laughs> like, like, is a boulder moving? Boulder oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> which, which actually shows you the detail of the storytelling and the world. They, they wrote that bit in, knowing what it was, knowing that has nothing to do with moving the story forward, but they knew it's like, hey, if we do this, all the people in the background are going to go, oh. It's oh. Dave Filoni. You know, that's, 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 that's totally that's, Dave Filoni. Or John Favreau, whatever. Maybe, but... So they're building this new school that we're going to see later in this episode and that we see also in episode 7, or I'm sorry, episode 8, The Last Jedi. They build him a bench. R2-D2 shuts down. I'm assuming this is to conserve energy because didn't they talk about he shuts down and he doesn't start back up again in episode 7? Oh, he's down for, for as soon as Luke, whatever, whatever Luke leaves, which if you figure Kylo Ren, who is probably four or five at this point and in the book i think it's like 18 or 20 whenever Mm -hmm. he bails and then you know that means there's another 20 years or 15 years that he's out you know blowing it that's when the r2 he takes r2 with him and then r2 who knows this is i'm just wondering why he shuts down if it's a conserve energy thing he doesn't want to have to keep answering mando is he getting or is he just getting old and he needs to conserve his energy he's been around a very long time here's the other thing about 50 he's at least 50 years old here's the other thing about that is is in that world they have, you know, it's like you have an R2 unit. You, you Obviously, we live in that world. People can learn how to speak and understand mm. Wookiees. You know, can you understand how to speak droid yeah. with those whistles? Because Luke doesn't. I mean, he would, like, look at his, when he was in the X-Wing, he would read, like, it would print out what, he, what R2 was saying, so he could do it that way. Uh, people on our on our planet read clicks. Like that, there's, like clicks that people can understand the, the language right. too. So, they, you know, you can learn any language. But if it's language. so common, you think there would be a, a translator on his armor or something Maybe. like that. I mean, but whatever. Nitpicky. <laughs> Cut to uh, the very exciting moment of Luke and Grogu. We very, Luke. very slow. Luke! I'm sorry, that's my yeah. Emperor. <laughs> it's very slow, meticulous. They're like... And it's so funny because you, cause you're watching this episode. I think it's another 48-minute episode minus opening and closing credits. So it's uh, 12 19 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And so... You're like you're taking your time to get there, and I remember like watching it the second time, like paying attention. Like we don't even leave this planet until half the episode's over, over half the episode. It's insane how we speculated last week. Oh, they're gonna go away, and we'll cut back to it in the, in the Mandalorian show, and he'll just show up there and everything. Like, nope, they did exactly what they said because <laughs> we were so ready. This, these shows and TV in general is so 
very uh, they love to foreshadow stuff only to mess with you and say, hey, we're not going to do this right now. We did this with Lost all the time. Heck, I had to, I, this morning I watched the latest episode of Attack on Titan. That show's famous for like, this story's going forward. What's happening next? Next episode, 2,000 years in the past. <laughs> like, what? No, no. Well, yeah. So, yeah, we, it's we just, couldn't guess. It's just amazing to see a TV show where the main, the title character, the title character in two episodes is maybe in 30 seconds. <laughs> like, holy cow. In a seven-episode series, in two episodes, he's in 30 seconds. It's amazing. And I know Fennec Chan is the other person. I'm talking about the title. It's just amazing. It so, blows so me away. So instead, this, this... You're right. I, I, you said I this had this before, conversation yeah. with my son today talking about, obviously, you wouldn't do this. You know, like you don't just make a show mm-hmm. on Disney Plus called Watch Marvel. What's on this week? The next six weeks on Marvel will be Hawkeye. The next six weeks will be Loki. Next, you want to you want a brand, and obviously with Star Wars, uh, you don't want to do. Uh, you can't just call it Star Wars because you literally you got the Obi Wan Kenobi series, which takes place in a different time. You got the uh, Cassie and Andor series, which is a different time. But what you could have done for this show, could have. It's all uh, you go Star Wars New Republic age or something like that you throw it in that time because this is all this time period which also might be something that actually helps people who get confused because not you and i but some people do and they wouldn't do that but it would it would be less of an issue with why, why which you keep bringing up and a lot of people keep bringing up is why isn't boba fett in it it's like well you could have called this mandalorian a 2.5 or mandalorian season two or season three but then you would have had four episodes going where's mandalorian so you call mm-hmm. it you know you call it you call it star wars you know uh Tales of the West, t- t- Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Star Wars something like that. Sure. Or, or you just do it like this and let people get yeah. over it. Again, I'm which over it. I think it. is what they did. I'm over it. Are you? I am. But it, I, well, no, I'm, it doesn't bother me. It's not bothering me. It's just an interesting choice for a storytelling a device to go, we're going to call it this, but you're not going to see this character for a couple episodes. Like, interesting device. That's okay, though. So Luke, Luke's there. We Wait, get to hang be- on a second. What if he's not in the next episode? Boba Fett? Yeah. Oh, he's going to be in the next episode. I don't know. Are, like we putting, are we episode, putting a gentleman wager on this episode, one? Episode seven, the final episode. He just doesn't show. <laughs> he's sitting back. He's like, I need another back to tank. Bap. Imagine reading this book and going through and like, like imagine this real book and like you're at chapter six, like, what do we call this book? The book of Boba Fett. Ah, he's not really in this end part here. He hasn't been in it. What we should, you would come up with a different name than the book of Boba Fett. So oh, speaking of Boba Fett, did you see that? I mean, I would just just so I'll forget about it. So they kind of there was maybe other people knew about this. I didn't, but there was a deleted. It was called quote unquote. I've seen all the deleted scenes from from the mm-hmm. all Star Wars movies, everything. But there was storyboards that were done, and they've actually released them in an official book a few years back. But they were in two different locations where the stuntman who played Boba Fett in the third movie, he said, "Oh yeah, we filmed a lot more." It's you know he's barely in the movie Boba Fett lands. He, you know, he uh, gets his gun cut in half. He shoots a rope, gets a cut. He falls down. He stands up. He holds a, a thing out, and then he gets a blind guy knocks him over, and he dies. Nope, he doesn't die. But yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. So, anyways, that what was uh, yes. some of the uh, early? They don't go all through all the details, but one of the thing was is when uh, Boba gets his hand cut off by the lightsaber, and so that would have been. Uh, a more major point and also would work with everybody else losing a hand in yep. this show. And then the other thing was, is it supposedly the lightsaber swings and hits the back of the jetpack, which causes him to lose his balance yeah, I think and shoot out and about die. That. I've never talked about this before. Oh. But what, what it is, is uh, they don't know if it was ever even filmed. 
But the actual backpack itself, there's a still, you can see it online, when they modeled it, whether they ma- modeled it based on the original storyboards or not, there is a burned gash mark yeah, along the back that no gaffy stick would have made to it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Like, oh, like if that had happened, he would have had come up with a, a stump out of the sand or Wait, something. I also heard a thing that uh, originally when George Lucas was writing this, he was going to have Boba Fett and Darth Vader be brothers. I've never heard that. You never heard that? I've never heard that. Yeah, I just, I just read that the other day, and I was like, I've what? I've never heard that. I'm going to have to clarify my sources on that, but I read that, and I was like, it's I, about, I could see that. You could totally see that. It's about balance. and They're it, both it, masked. It's, 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 it's musical, the way it uh, comes together like that. <laughs> I wasn't going to call him Boba. I was going to call him Booba Baba. Hey, Boba is not a great name in general, though. Fett, though. Jar Jar, Boba. Boba Fett. Yeah, Fett. Jar Jar. So if he was Jar Jar Betts, would that be better? Jar Jar Blades. <laughs> Jar Jar Steaks. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Ryan. Enjoy that one. So how does Luke look here? How do you think how do you think he looks? He is obviously the they hired between seasons, they hired the guy from, who was on YouTube who was doing uh, deep fakes. Deep fakes, and he would do even some people would consider better versions or a little less uncanny valley, and they hired this guy to do it. And to help the team already, which I'm sure that team was like, oh, thanks for hiring the kid on YouTube. I guess he's going to do better. And then I don't even know if he's a kid. He could be an adult. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways, he looks much, much better. It's it's about 98 percent. I, I think you said 99%, so now you're not at 98%. It's gotten I, worse, apparently. When did I say 99? Last season with, with The Mandalorian, when you're no, like, no, no, oh, no, he's no. like 99%. There. Nah, I said 95. Tarkin was 99% there, too. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? Here's the thing. It was it was good. There, you know, was, there was like, I, not, would I, say, I would say there was all of maybe three times where it had just a hint of Uncanny Valley where I kind of like, but again, again, I'm staring at it. Oh, I'm God, looking yeah. closely. I'm on a big screen TV going, what are you If you didn't know that this wasn't it, yeah, I don't think you would notice. I don't think, if someone was watching this going, this, this is from nineteen. This is nineteen eighty three. Like they but would know. There's parts where it's perfect. Oh, we'll talk about that scene a little bit later. And also, okay. well, we're talking about this right now. Well, what, there's a scene later on that looks perfect. Okay, but what about Luke's voice? Because as it's we great. heard, that's not him. Yeah, that's wild. They're taking, according to the sources online, which I believe are official, is that they're saying that they've taken all of the uh, existing audio from back then. They have the isolated tracks. They took all of his reading different books they took his audio that he used for the radio plays and they can and they they built it i think it sounds great obviously mark hamill is 40 years older so his voice is going to sound different even though he's a voice guy i believe that the the interesting thing about his voice is i initially i would say it's kind of stiff but that's what he's playing. He's playing a Jedi, and a Jedi aren't supposed to have emotions. The same way Ahsoka is not showing emotion. So it actually works for the character versus you want him to, like, when he's in The Last Jedi, he's kind of past all that. So he's like, he can be gruff and gritty, and he can have a lot more emotion in mm-hmm. his voice because he's already past it. Here he's supposed to be at his most serene Jedi boring. Jedi boring. You know, like, just talking there. And so he's doing that, and... I think it works for it. I mean, yeah. it's funny. Like they just go, "Hey, Mark, here's a check. What did I do? We took your likeness. We took your old voice. We did something." I'm wondering if he recorded his. No, voice he did not at all. No, he recorded no. It and then used it as a sample. I guarantee you that even last last season when they had him come out and they showed all that stuff they filmed, they did all of that for the benefit of the behind the scenes and for people there. They did not need any of that. They knew. They said, "Hey, let's get him in here. We can promote this. Why would we not?" But they don't need to use that. It's the same way that the show. Especially the first season of Mandalorian, 
They did not have Pedro Pascal there at all. He's voiceover until the one scene he takes the helmet off, and then the second season, twice. Twice, that's mm-hmm. it. I mean, you could say, like, oh, he, he came in to do a little bit. No, he didn't. Is he in this one at all? Hell no. He's busy filming something else. Why would he? They don't need him. You know, You're in right. fact, you know, mm-hmm. they've got these other actors, and we're going to find out about another actor we're going to see later in this episode. It's actually somebody else who plays in sequences. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, by the way, I was just because... I wanted to find this and clarify it in this episode. According to Star Wars editor Marsha Lucas in the book Skywalking, The Life and Films of George Lucas, the filmmaker considered revealing in the prequels that Darth Vader and Boba Fett were brothers. I wonder how long he considered that. <laughs> that would have been awful. <laughs> awful! Uncle Fett! <laughs> oh, God. All right, so let's talk about this episode. We're, God, we're, we're we are so talking far behind. about it. No, no, no. I mean, like, the actual, sto- some of the story plots. So go, go, well, we're go to their training. Um, you got the frog scene. Yep. Uh, it's such a it's a one eyed frog, Jerry. Yeah. It's a cyclops frog, cy frog. I, I, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. I have nowhere. I mean, which which still brings me back to like this is what he eats, and it's okay that he eats frogs, but it was weird when he was eating sentient frog or sentient frogs when he was eating the babies of the one character, and he was like well, eating because, the babies. It was weird and you're like, because you're like you're gonna be a you're gonna, they're gonna be like thinking living loving people at some point yeah that's there is that plus well it was also weird because in that episode which we're talking about from the mandalorian season two yes is it's that was about that whole episode was about we need to get these things from point a to point b and mm-hmm. he's taking away the purpose of it oh yeah she just counting, had, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's why we were like uh, i enjoyed the scene here where he where they're walking and luke is helping him move forward yes i love that, that. great because you were always questioned like hey let's How go for a walk and you're like so anyways you have to after like literally 30 seconds walk Grogu, where are you? He's like, way <laughs> back over there. He's still at the house. I like how Luke makes fun of the way Yoda talks here. But then he like switches it around. He goes, He's he goes, like, he goes that's he how goes, he talks. He, well, he, he goes, he, he talks that's riddles. how he talks. He talks in riddles. It's like, ah, I see what you did. You're not making fun of the... I never even took it not, as, like, as... I know, but it was, it was just a little funny stab at how Yoda talks. But he actually he talks in riddles. So Luke wasn't making fun of him. All right, that. so let's talk about this next incredible scene. The memory. The memory thing. So... He, is, he, he Vulcan mind melts. Yes, is this uh, so? Have we seen memory blocks in Star Wars? Um, well, here's what we've seen. First off, in, the, in this scene, he he first off he goes, "Do you know anybody who spoke like that?" And mm-hmm. he goes, "Do you remember home? Do you want to remember home?" And we obviously in this sequence we go to the temple. I think Luke initially was asking about like, "Hey, how about your home planet? Sure. Or is there a home planet? Or is Coruscant that's a great point. his home planet? We don't know." So that's how I thought he was going to go for it. The thing I would mention about memory blocks, I don't know what this did, and I think I think this is only the second time in the Star Wars movies, uh, third time now with Ray. They did this when Anakin was having dreams of the future of when. Something was going to happen to Padme, and he has that hazy effect around it. Mm-hmm. And we see that same hazy effect around Grogu in this part. The only other time we see a, a different perspective on that is when Rey is remembering her childhood. I thought that hazy effect was the same hazy effect where Boba Foot was dreaming and seeing his past. I thought that was a callback uh, to that. But I you might know. be I right. I, I thought it was the, that, col- that color look. That, that yeah, and obviously, greenish. Jin Jaren also has memories in that, too. But this one, I think it's the same effect that Anakin did. So maybe it's showing it's different because Anakin and him are both I Jedi. just don't remember I, don't I just don't remember anyone ever one doing a force block of the memory or two someone coming in and, and doing awakening it awakening well, it but, then, I mean, but at the same time we've... we talked about in Last Jedi or we never seen anybody teleport across space until, until it did yeah, and then there right. it is that's true that's and true. also just as you said in this episode 
We've yet to see anybody force oh, run this again. This was the perfect opportunity to do force speed. What Joel's Damn talking it. about is in force speed is if you remember in Star Wars A Phantom Menace when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn are on the ship and they're like, oh, here comes the battle droids. We can't beat them. Let's go. And then they go like like the flash. And it's like, oh, my God. Did you see how fast they ran? I can't wait to see them do it again. And it's never been done again other than Yoda hopping around fighting Dooku. That's not speed. No, that's, it's not. That's, that's, I mean, it's fast. But but you want to see that lightning speed. Mm-hmm. They never did it again. We've seen jumping super high and falling super far. If we missed never the spot, the speed. please, somebody tell us. Like, like oh, no. Like, is comic they, book that did well, it? Well, the or? comics. That, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to know if anybody else goes, oh, they did this effect again someplace else. Or every time they do it, it breaks the fabric of the universe a little bit. <laughs> oh. Like the warp drive on Star Trek. Star Trek. So we can't do it's it a, It's a shame that they don't have any other way of traveling in Star Trek. <laughs> Spore drives or. Or proto stars or anything like that. so. Anyways, that's Star Trek. This is Star Wars. Episode three flashback to Order sixty six. Yes, this scene. While I'm watching it the second time, this might be my favorite scene of the episode. I really want a show that deals with that. And you know those clones? None of the guys were real. They're all CG. They're not real in the movie. I know they put on, and it's know. great, and it looks great. Like, look at I'm watching. I'm watching a deleted scene or a behind the scene of, of episode two. There's three Jedi amazing protecting Grogu and whatever. We see Grogu's mm-hmm. perspective like that. God, amazing. We tried. Everybody tried to guess. And even when we were watching it, who, like who the middle one was. And you or Nick had said, Nick that, had it, said that it was, was the librarian. librarian. The librarian. Yeah. No, the librarian survives, but then she gets killed. By Darth Vader in the in the comics, which again they're canon, but they're not canon. They're but again, canon until they're not. Yeah. But Black Chrysanthemum came from the comics, so mm-hmm. they're canon. But he's also he also knows Boba Fett in the comics. Huh? Does he know Boba? You, you're right. So we there there is theory about who it is. They can people have like oh he's wearing this badge or something like that, and they're like it's this it's either Badu Boss or yeah. King Kujan. I don't know the answer to that, but the reason why this is important is because we still do not know who who saved Grogu. Because we Grogu. end with the troops coming at him, and he's got that scared look. Did that? The question is, who rescued him, or did he? Does Grogu have a tap to like the dark side if he wants to? And he was, <gasps> and he just kills. Well, we him know all. he's very powerful when yeah, emotions he, are involved. He, yeah, he took out two stormtroopers in last season, mm-hmm. and in this season when there's certain remote droid starts zapping at a certain point. He finally goes, I'm done with this. So that is a question we still do not have an answer yet. There are many theories out there. We won't talk about it now, maybe on a future podcast. So, And now our third, fourth, fifth, seventh, I don't know how many reveals we have. We get Ahsoka, an old friend of the family. She makes her appearance again. This I'm is, not, I, And you're thinking, oh, when she meets Luke Skywalker, instead of calling him Master Master Skywalker, maybe she'll call him Sky Guy. Is that Sky what you're Guy? Or, oh, gosh, that would have been bad. <laughs> What's up, Snips? <laughs> he, she does call him Master Luke. Yes, which, which is cool. Because cool. he's not technically a master, but he is a master. Like, there was no It's counsel. a slam towards his dad. Oh, absolutely. I always, they talk about this, like, people, like, Anakin was, I want to be a master. It's like, you are the youngest person to ever, like, sit on the Jedi Council or whatever it was. Like, you've, like, advanced so far. Relax, kid. Have a seat. Yeah, relax, kid. <laughs> You're going to become a master at some point. You don't need to get all huffy and puffy about this. <laughs> so we get, uh, yeah, Ahsoka. Uh, so I actually questioned in my notes, I was, where did they shoot this scene? Because there's all the bamboo everywhere now. And I'm like, did they, they, they probably just stuck the bamboo on oh, the yeah. set. Interesting. I so I did some more research about what's going on. He's got this pages season, of books. He's got folders. Yeah, I do folders. It's it's just they're empty, but they're mm-hmm. folders. This the the, the volume between uh, season one and season two of the Mandalorian, they had to re-record most of the dialogue because there was all these echoes that were coming, and they like it didn't come across well. They have now since made for this se- for the Mandalorian season two, I believe, and then this season, it's actually an oval now. 
it's not just that that U shape. It's an actual an oval, maybe just a little bit of an opening to get in and out. So this thing is like full panoramic almost. That's amazing. I did not realize that. I thought it would, they were still using that U shape. We mentioned how there's other volumes out there. They're still using the same one. They just expanded it. So that's pretty cool stuff. We uh, learn that she says there's no place safer in the galaxy than this place for Grogu, and that's just a big old joke. Lies. Because <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So Din wants to give the armor. He's got. To Grogu. He's got some. Uh, Bil- he's, got, like, he's got Bilbo's mithril yeah, armor mithril. that he wants to give. Ahsoka's like, you should probably not see Grogu, and yeah, it's fair. It Conversation makes, is, he says, hey, I need to give it to him because he's, a, found, he's a foundling, and he goes, and she goes, or is he a Padawan? And he's mm-hmm. like, doesn't matter, got to give it to her. Again, I want to point out, we talk about this all the time, when he's looking at Grogu, you know the emotion that's going through him without ever having to see his damn face. Oh, yeah, and his voice work is phenomenal. So good, so good. So he leaves, and you and I and everybody else in the room goes, and that's all we'll see of that. No! We're going to stay on the planet. Uh, quick question, and for it's you. training time. But. For you, did did uh, did Grogu know he was there? Yeah. There's a scene where obviously he doesn't know this ship. This is a brand new ship. He's never seen that before. Did he feel Din through the Force? Yeah, it's such a weird little character who knows what. Yeah, it right. thinks, yeah. <laughs> yeah training time. Uh, some great music here. Very '80s feel to it, like 1983. That's when you know this is taking place <laughs> well, it, the music feels great and then it leads into a familiar theme the i believe it's called the tattoo the setting sons of Tatooine or something like that that theme uh just perfect we get the backpack perfect. run which is fine and does the flip mm-hmm. we get some lightsaber training which is kind of cool there's and a we get the remote I know, training i don't know if you saw there's a scene when the when you see grogu and the lightsaber comes into frame it's like the same scene with uh anakin killing the padawans <laughs> with the lightsaber i thought that was great uh, so, yeah, we get uh, lightsaber. We get to see uh, Luke doing some of his fighting style. Because in the Star Wars, each kind of character has a different fighting style. And this is Luke's. It's very... Now, that is cool to see. Kendo-ish. But I feel like that is just fan service. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I mean... Because it's not like he... If he was doing it at the same time Grogu was holding, like, a wooden sword, then it'd be like, okay, this is how training. When he's running and jumping around with Grogu on his back, what is Grogu learning from that? Ooh, look it. You can jump around. In the in the Return of the Jedi, Luke was jumping around because he was the one training. Yeah. It was weird, but it was fan service. It wasn't weird. I still loved it. I don't care what you say. You get the training remote again, which you had mentioned. Uh, and then, then Ahsoka see, shows up. Yeah, Grogu starts jumping like Yoda, like Yoda from Episode Two, and mm-hmm. he starts being able to do big jumps and things like that, which is great. Yeah. People didn't like the Yoda scene back when it was. I love that Yoda scene. Yes, I don't care. Did. Oh, it's a puppet jumping around. Yeah, and it was it was amazing. No one expected it. You're like, how He's can this? He's fighting Sauron. He walks with a cane. How is he going to do this? Oh my god! Oh, that was such a good scene. Such a good scene. Uh, he destroys their only training remote. And they're like, oh, it's the only one. No, I gotta, I gotta return that. I rented it. <laughs> yeah, I rented it for the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, so we get Ahsoka and Luke. This is great. And this is the scene here. And you said it out loud when we were watching it. This is when Lo- Luke looks his best. The lighting was perfect it was here. Perfect. It looked like it looked like it was shot in 1983. It was amazing. Now we go to, as my autocrack says, we go to Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine, and we go to Boba's palace. We get the landing there where he gets confronted by a Gamorrean guard who didn't, you know, that was just cool to see him land there. We're getting to see so much more. Again, go back to 1983. Hey, tell tell 
Jerry back then going, hey, you're going to get to see inside Boba's pal- or Jabba's Palace, all this stuff. Like, never going to happen. Never going to happen. Shut up. We're looking forward to two Ewok movies. It's going to be so good. And Donald Trump's going to be president. Oh, get out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> also, who's Donald Trump? Ronald Reagan, the actor? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the this vice is... president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> We're setting... I had a moment here. I said this out loud. This feels like it's setting up our seven samurai. Because now we're starting to bring in all these different characters. Black Santon. We got... Uh, the mods. The mods. The Gamorians. The mods. No, no, no. <laughs> so, I okay, so this scene is obviously a, a putting pieces in the place. The cameo of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yes, Boba Fett's there. Doesn't speak. And why didn't they just put a helmet on him and been fine? Then he like take us. Wouldn't it be funny if they went every time we put a helmet on, they cut to like a skinny, a skinny version a, of Boba a skinny stunt man. No, that doesn't matter. Anyways, so this scene we get to see the mods. I'm gonna ask you: Is one of the mods? Remember in the episode with the mods, mm-hmm. the one guy crashed. He had a very distinct look. I don't see him there. Ooh, I didn't even notice. Good call. Like I don't know if that uh, anything me... happened to him. I mean, obviously they have like about five or six of them there. Well, there's two main ones. There's yes. Scad and Drash. Drash is the female one. Scad. Is the, the other one who, one who talks? Has, yeah. the, has the eyepiece. Uh, I don't know if the other ones. Uh, if the other one was there, there was. There was several of them there. There was like six of them there. I just didn't remember seeing that one. Not that it matters. It's a small I'm not moment. seeing anything on IMDb, so I'm not sure. I'll keep an eye out for that. So Din is going to go off and get foot soldiers, is what is what uh, Fennec calls yes, them. The, and we also find out that the mayor is off world because his major domo is there. It was there. a uh, and he previously goes, scheduled yeah, vacation. And so they they basically said this is when they're going to have the big battle because. He left. Mm-hmm. That's what he's speculating. So Din is going to go off to get foot soldiers. He flies by. Again, this scene is unnecessary, but it's cool. He flies by some Jawas who have the skull, the skull of the crate dragon head. We assume this attached. might be the same Jawas just, that he he gave them the giant egg, the egg, and had the armor mm-hmm. and all that. I'm assuming it is too, but it's so fan service. Like here you go, this scene from Mandalorian. This is I loved it. It's great. And then he enters into Free uh, Freetown, and we get introduced to Deputy Scott. Deputy Scott is played by JJ Scott. J- yeah, JJ D- Dashnaw. He's not really an actor. He's been in stuff. He's a stuntman. He's um, a stuntman on the show. Boba Fett. He yeah. is actually under the Boba Fett armor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of times. Not all the time, yeah. but he's, he's one of the he's ones just under done the a armor. Ton, he's done a ton of westerns, like Cowboys and Aliens, Hateful Eight. He's a western stunt guy. He has a very guy. distinct look. He looks like he should be somebody I know, but he's off just a little bit. Yeah, right. He, it's just a little bit. Yeah. It's like what's his name? The um what's the show we watch where he said there's somebody who looks like they're a, a squished face version of somebody else. Yeah, squished face version of uh, J- uh of Kit Harrington. It was um That's terrible. It was a Marvel show. It's yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's he's a stunt he gets his time to shine here. Although when you see him like, who's this guy? Oh, he ain't long for this show. Well, I didn't think about that initially. I mean, he's obviously, you know, the, well, you the cop did. says he's new. Because, okay, you didn't think about it initially. But then, well, hey, let's go first. They go into the bar, with the Weequays bar, which is cool now because it has the ribs, the uh, the skeletal ribs of the Great Dragon in there, designed the place. And this is when Din is like, hey, I want you to come work for us. Please help us out. And he's like, I'll, nope, we're not I'll find out. So, and then Cobb walks out here and he goes, uh, gather up all the men and women who can fight. They're not gonna. They might want to fight after what I tell them. What was he gonna tell them? Well, he's gonna. He's gonna. Okay, I feel it. He's gonna obviously say, "Hey, we need to do this because, because the Mandalorian and by extension Boba Fett are correct. If we don't do this now, it's gonna bother us later." And what's really great about this scene and was foreshadowing as soon as this happened, 
you know, a thousand, th- again, having watched too much stuff at a certain point, and not just watch, but just storytelling, if you get to a certain age, you start realizing, oh, yeah, I, I get things. I kind of figure out, or at least where they're going to go. In fact, when they don't do that, I'm enjoying it that much more. Like this episode, every time they didn't cut away and we we're spending more mm-hmm. time there, I was like, oh, didn't see it. Okay, keep going. But so he's going to do that. They're not playing any music at this point. The music is gone. We have, we got a little of this. You we see, see the wind chimes? Yeah. We see the wind chimes. And, and then we cut to, he, he looks off to the distance. Now, at this moment right here, I'm like, oh my God, they're going to kill him off. Because this is what you do in these scenes. Something big's going to happen with him that's going to have power in that. And then, you know, he, we cut to his look. We see Cad, uh, Cab, it's probably he's got Cobb and Cad, Cad right Bain, here. Yeah. Cad Bane and, and, and Cobb, you know, it's just too much. And we Scott, see yeah. him at the, <laughs> and Scott, good old Scotty. <laughs> we see the distance. And we see him there, and of course, again, we lost it in, in watching this. Like, oh my god, because because it's really you know, like I get spoiled. It's a, a seventy-second ha- cameo. Things happen out of nowhere that spoil us. But just seeing that and way it was shot, and how there's no sound, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna come in, and we're gonna find out how badass he is. And he has to do that, so that means somebody has to be sacrificed. And then I'm like, they're gonna kill him off, even though in my head I'm going. Uh, but he's still the connection, unless they're going to wipe out the town. Let's so you thought, the town. Co- you thought, yeah. Cod, well, you were designed uh, initially that. Cod and then as wipe soon out, yeah. as he's standing there and he says, get everybody off the street, as soon as the deputy deputy poked his head out, I'm like, oh, he's going to live. What's going on out here, Sheriff? <laughs> as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, he's going to live. Okay, so he's going to, and I'm like in my head, so he's going to get shot or something's going to happen. And we established at the beginning of the episode that, that Cobb is extremely fast gunslinger. He mm-hmm. took out three guys real fast. Bam, bam, yeah. bam. So we know that he's really fast. So we see Cad Bane showing up. We're losing our mind. We're like, oh my god, look how cool this is. We get his, we get the voice of Corey Burton, who does the voice in the animated series, and is also a voiceover actor who has done a million things that Joe will now read off. No, I'm not going to read them off. But he's also like, I mean, he, but we he, don't know who he's at, the voice from the original Transformers. Yeah. He's the voice of Shockwave. Shockwave he's the voice yep. of a million characters on there. Uh, right. We don't know who the actor was playing Cad Bane, who's actually because obviously he's doing the voice, but he's not the actor. Either. They they and, revealed that. Now, well, I don't have the uh, IMDb is not listed, and I didn't see it in the credits. Like the body of Cad Bane, and Dorian I don't know... Kingy as the okay. performance artist of Cad Bane. I did not have that. Interesting. These are the doubles. It says I have the he, double um, for the Mandalorian. Ca- I'm wondering how much, like, because when you see Cad Bane's face, there's no nose. I don't know if like they really taped his nose down. Like they just replaced. I think I honestly think did they Voldemort him? I think that whole scene, that anything from the close up like that, I think he's completely motion capture. Okay. I mean, maybe, I, know, if, I don't except know. Except when you maybe have the hands and stuff like that, why would you not motion capture? And I've also seen all the videos online of people have done different variations because some mm. people want him to look more they want like him the, the bigger look, hat, yeah, or they want him to look more like the cartoon since yeah, he's a cartoon he character. Looks perfect. It, he's fine. You know what? Because I've seen pictures online where they, they make his yeah. make his fin, make his face thinner or they make his skin bluer, but it's like it doesn't have to be a one for one with no. the cartoon because if that's the case. Then why isn't Count Dooku's face, you know, like three Elongated, inches longer? Yeah. And so that the, the idea is like it can be. He looks it's, great. It's, it's he looks perfect. Different. I don't need to change anything. I, I thought he looked perfect. Yeah. Just hearing his voice, oh, it was awesome. I love his voice. And he's not. He never says who he is. And you get that whole sequence, the way it's building up. We get a little uh, good, good bad, and the ugly, yep. a little bit with the three three angles. But then obviously. The, 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 the scene doesn't the, – the, the, what always doesn't work with these scenes is we see the deputy go for his gun, and then we see Cobb go for his gun. Then we get the fast shoot in the shoulder oh, of Cobb, what, and then we cut back as he puts three slugs in the deputy. He had not even gotten it out. I, I, but I, I thought about that. I thought about yeah. that, too. I didn't want to bring it up because I was like, ah. I almost, want, I almost want – I was waiting for, like, one random shot to go off somewhere else. But that doesn't matter. So, it doesn't matter. You know – 
he could he he got shot. But some people have pointed out that you can actually, if you hear the background audio, they say get him a stim pack. Oh no, there's stim no pack. No, no, is, there's no reason to kill is him. It's from the video games. It's the healing pack. So he, Cobb is not dead at this no, point. No. He could be dying. Yeah. But he's he could be. This could be his dying I thing. I promise could, you, you don't could, bring a character like Timothy well, he off. Could, he, could, he could go. I want you guys to help them out with my dying wish. No. And that's when all the people join. And you know, it could, no. we don't know where he's going to go he's, with this, but he's, he's not. Ra- but he's no, not. Team, he's going to have the he's people come dead. in. Next episode is as they're saying it's three hours. So I, I really hope so. It'd be fantastic. It's all it's all Luke training. It's great. <laughs> yes. So so he wings Cobb, episode, kills yeah. a deputy. And and, we, and the reason the reason Cad Bane is there is because he's saying, "Hey, we'll match whatever Boba mm-hmm. Fett has to pay." He is the body bounty hunter working for the syndicate, and, which and makes it, which is now explains, "Hey, where's this character been through all of the Star Wars movie? Why wasn't he on the ship with Boba Fett and Bosk and well, and all them?" There's because he's working with the syndicate. Well, we also there was episodes of the Clone Wars that didn't get aired; they didn't get finished. And they and some of the stories went other directions, but what the rumor is is those thirteen episodes that they never really got to. They're going to try and bring those storylines into the Bad Batch series. One of those storylines is when a teenager-ish Boba Fett, a little older, is with Cad Bane, and he's got the armor. And the theory—that's uh, a theory—but what it's supposed to be is the dent in the helmet comes from Cad Bane. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be very cool. But Cad Bane. Comes in, and again, you were talking about me like talking with my teeth together. This is how Cad Bane talks. He has his teeth together. And what he you says, get lower than that, though. Yeah, so I'm sorry. No, it's not working. <laughs> I actually lowered my body to the floor. But he says, we'll match wherever Boba Fett pays. And he says, Boba Fett is a cold-blooded killer who worked for the Empire. And it's like, yes, he's like, he's like, he's, he's, it's a fantastic scene. I hope you put facts on that because it's not, it's not great. <laughs> well, now I'm, I'm sorry. You're, I'm you're really modulate, good. No, you're really good at doing I'm voices. I'm going to modulate that the hell out of that, that one. not that great. Hopefully. Oh, wait till you hear it, baby. It's going to be the greatest ever. <laughs> Trey worked on the podcast no, no. for three hours. What I ended up doing is I ended up making it sound like helium. <laughs> hey, go back. You just actually you put the actual dialogue Ooh, in there. That's even better. Sounds perfect. Yeah, what are you talking about, Joel? I do a great job. And he also makes the great phrase. Uh, again, I'll do that great voice. Should never have given up your armor. And 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 it's maybe just... he didn't. Maybe he's wearing the armor underneath. Like, no, he gave like the armor to Boba Fett. He, he flips it over, and he's actually still wearing armor underneath. No, no. Is that too much? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, the tattoo. I, I, I'm sorry. Good night. I meant to. I meant to say Back to the Future Part Three. Yeah. So the tattoo belongs to the Syndicate. As long as the spice flows, there'll be no problem. And again, it's one of those things where, you know, the the marshal, just being such a good person, you almost want him to go. Like, you know, match the pay, whatever it takes. You want him to go, okay, give us the money, take some money. Now we're still going to help Boba Fett. But that's not how. <laughs> no, he kicked over the spice were. earlier. Yeah. Like, he had gold in his hands. You think the episode's over, but no, it is not. We go to Garza Whip's place. This is going to be the last scene, right? <laughs> we'll find out. Garza Whip's. Uh, the syndicate walks in with their. Uh, with their container, which is the ice cream maker from <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. That's got a word. We actually yeah. have said it before. They leave it there, they walk out, and they blow up Jennifer Beale. Yes. And, and what, Joel lost his mind after we had to go back and rewatch this I had this to part. make sure I didn't. He thought Max Rebo died. I thought they, I thought they killed Max Rebo. I was like, that Max dude survived. survives, and then they kill him off here? How, how terrible. Nope. But Max Rebo is not Two anywhere there. Two years from now. The book of Max Rebo is going to be incredible. It's called how he's like, I keep getting out of these situations. You know they, call it, they call it to the max. It's, no. <laughs> they do They do kill one of the cantina players, though. I'm assuming that that's, that's the cantina that. player. Do, 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 do. They killed him. Modal nodes or whatever. 
Yeah, what a badass scene. People have referenced this as the uh, this is same blow up, the same explosion kind of thing from Untouchables, where someone leaves yeah. something in there and then they walk out. Hey, sir, you left this behind. I think it was speculation Amazing. also because the scene, the 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 still storyboard pictures that they show at the end, we actually see the explosion from inside the mm-hmm. cantina. And wondering, did they film that way, or did they cut to the outside one? And if, and if so, was that done for uh, so it wouldn't be so violent? I don't know. I think it'd just be I, harder. Yeah. <laughs> you said that you used to have explosions versus exploding people. Yes. Yeah, there was. We questioned this way back in the day. Week way. We questioned this <laughs> back in the day. Is Jennifer Beale's character the ba- the the big bad behind everything? Nope, <laughs> Jennifer Beale's dead. <laughs> I'm assuming she's dead unless she has some force field. As the explosions her. hitting her, she pulls this rope from the ceiling and it dumps water on her <laughs> like flash flashdance style. But so we're not done. Th- no, it's not done. What happens next? Joel? What happens next? We get the moment that made me hate Luke Skywalker. No, <laughs> <laughs> he makes Grogu choose between the Mithril Mandalorian armor and Yoda's, Yoda's lightsaber. Now remember, which we, we were, haven't seen since Episode Three. Sorry. And remember, we were told apparently it was supposed to have gotten destroyed in the comics or something we like that. We built another one, whatever and, it was. Yeah. But we're told in Episode Three by Obi Wan Kenobi only the Sith deal in absolutes. But Luke's like, nope, you got to choose no, one or the other. No, you're right. But this is the Jedi thing with, you know, you can't have attachments. You know, that was the problem before. Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader because of attachments. It's like, also going to be a problem coming up, too, when him. you blow it. Anything Luke, again, unfortunately, this damn pre, the sequels have screwed it. So anytime Luke does something, we're like, maybe don't do that. Luke's on a dark path. It's not going to work out. All right, so they leave us with this cliffhanger. What's he going to choose? And then Jerry, during it, goes, what did you, you say? Uh, remind me. You don't build a big Grogu container in the back of his ship oh, yeah. to not have Grogu go with the Mandalorian. Absolutely. And then I and then I also thought, I didn't say this out loud then, I've thought about this afterwards, it'd be hard to give Grogu the lightsaber because he's a puppet, and having him hold that lightsaber and wield it and do that kind of stuff and might be more- you saw Yoda did it. Yoda also, was CG. Oh, he's he's CG in a lot of this. In a lot of, he's some in a lot of, of this. There's a lot, right. I just, they make it look like- I think it would be awkward. So I don't know if he's going to have a lightsaber. He may just get that. It would be great if he had the lightsaber, but I think he's just going to get the medal and go with Mandalorian. The the chainmail and go with Mandalorian. He's going to get the medal, and then he's also going to go like. Here, this, and so what's going to happen in the final the episode is to bring him. Luke will then fly him there, and that's when Luke's going to finally see Boba Fett, and it's going to be crazy because that's what we all want to see. Boba, and Luke's going to be part of the. Uh, the big fi- We're going to get a big battle at the end of this, right? Uh-huh. There are all these warriors. We have to. They're going to kill off the mods. Black Cranston might die. Black Cranston? Yeah. Is that like Lamont Cranston? <laughs> Black Cranston. Uh, Cras- God, I've said it right every time now. And I don't know why. It. Usually you just say, let's just call him Big Black. <laughs> wow. <and laughs> no. <laughs> no. And so the episode ends, and then I one more note I have here is there was a ton of concept art for this episode there must there was double the normal amount of concept art i haven't counted it but like it went almost the concept art went almost to the end of the credits i was like holy cow and there are some awesome looking ones the one of cad bane that could be a painting on like i, I would hang that up because that looks so damn cool yes but that was the episode uh it didn't change my opinion like we you mentioned like it was it good just because it hit the nostalgia it was not, fan service? It was not just fan service no. after having this conversation <laughs> it's, it's, it's solid all the way around and it's solid because of just within the world of the show already it was like we we got to meet ahsoka in a previous episode so we know who that is we got to meet Cobb in another one we didn't meet 
Cad Bane before, but this is the first time we're seeing him and we're given this. You don't have to know the history mm-hmm. of him. We got excited for it. But everything else is in the episode. You bring back Rogue. You bring back Luke. Yep. You got the you clones from the clone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all part God. of it in the continuity. So, so yeah, it wasn't fan service. It was great. Great. So yeah, I, that this, didn't change. Is it. this better than the season two finale of Luke's reveal? Yes, that whole I, sequence. Well, to be honest, tell me, tell me other stuff that happened in that episode other than that ending scene where he walks uh, in with the dark troopers. Well, the whole thing when they went, when him, Boba Fett and him went to the bar and got uh, met with Bo Katan and all those people, which eventually got them there, that whole Bo Katan sequence. But that episode had a great ending. Was the rest of the episode great? When the women, all the women warriors came up and fought their way through and everything. That whole yeah. sequence was great with the robots and everything. Yeah, no, the episode, but this episode had hit after hit after hit. Like, I can't, there were, there were, there were 2,000 cameos in this. It was unbelievable. I can't believe You're how many wrong. cameos. Even Boba Fett made a cameo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. There we go. Let us know your thoughts if you agree with any of this or, or whatnot. Great show. I don't I don't pick at that. Not, again, I've enjoying I've been enjoying the show the whole time. And it's if the one thing if you wanted to say, if you wanted to do any kind of real comparison between everything, because I think the whole show is the shows you can compare storytelling, you can compare that, although this is a different structure and everything, is if you wanted to say what could you compare? Do you have if you and compare like which one do you like more? Do you like the character of the Mandalorian more or the character of Boba Fett? And it's a very difficult thing to ask because the Boba Fett character has this gigantic long history of wanting this great character to be there, even though the character has a crappy ending at its one point. So you have this love of the character, and I think they're doing a great job with the character in the in this whole scene the, with the Tusken Raiders and all that. I'm enjoying all that. And then on the other one, you've got the Mandalorian, who in two seasons has just made us all fall in love with everything about it. And so I, 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 that is a valid point. You can say, you know what? I love this book, Boba Fett show, but I like the Mandalorian more as a character. So maybe. I also would like to point out I'm, I'm a huge hypocrite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember saying the first couple episodes, like, it's just cool scene to cool scene. There's no story flow or anything. This episode was just cool scene to cool scene, and it was amazing. <laughs> It was just cool scene to cool scene. There's no like beginning, middle, end uh, outside of Grogu's training into his choice. That's the, that's the story in this episode. I think what also will will help solidify or will hurt the show is in the end with all the cool stuff and all the cool characters doing everything. I believe that if Boba Fett himself does incredible stuff in the finale, then that will justify because we can say up to this point he was getting his health back. And he was mm-hmm. doing all that. And we I remember how much you loved when he was with the Tuscan Raiders doing the dance and doing all that. And he was God, very was so cool. It was so cool. And he was he was he was a, he was a warrior back then doing that stuff. So I think that if we see him doing that and not being saved by Black Crescent and not being saved by Fennec Oh, he's going to get saved by the warrior saved, Tuscan Raider. You know, oh that'd be cool. But it's like, you know, or do we do we see Cab uh Cat Bane have a ship and he's got like her head on there? <laughs> He's gonna be like. Well, that's right. You you made the point. We didn't even talk about this. Like, who killed the Tuscan Raiders? It was Cad Bane. Probably. Which again, here's the other thing. It, this is this is this is the last I'll say on this is when we watched Hawkeye, and they introduced they brought back in the final episode mm-hmm. the character who then appears to die at the end, and we were like, "There's no way you bring that character in only to turn around and kill him after you have this option option." And we know that the character isn't dead. You don't bring in Cad Bane, a character who's existed now for 
for what 12 years probably at least mm-hmm. through the co- car- cartoon and the all that stuff and then you bring him in live action you do not want that character killed in the movies anything can happen boba fett can get killed in his second movie appearance and the uh what's what's the silver cool bad girl yeah, captain phasma phasma yeah. phasma you know like looks really really cool but ultimately each movie you're like and she's dead and it's not important and you go well, that's you know, but that's what movies do. Movies are designed to like we can kill Darth Vader in this movie. We can do that. So if they, they kill Jennifer Beals, yes, if they were to kill Cad Bane, you don't want that character dead. No, you, you go like that's a Joker character. Like don't kill him, get him wounded, whatever it takes. There's plenty so of mods got, that yes. can can bite the dust in the next couple. Yeah. Of you can kill IG Eleven in the first season of The Mandalorian, even though you love that character, and and you thought in um, Taika Waititi did a great job as the voice. It's a droid, and you know that that droid lives, that that functions, so you can get other ones that look like him, so that's fine. And also, that character was created for that show. This is a character that they're bringing in. Mm. Like, you can kill the sheriff. I mean, I'm sorry, you can kill the deputy. Uh, you can even kill the marshal if you have to. I don't know. But you can shoot the sheriff, I mean, but I, 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 nope, the nope, nope, not doing that joke. <laughs> I left it out there, and I was hoping you weren't going to touch it. So, I'll be, I'll, I would be disappointed if at the end... Boba Fett kills him because he realizes mm-hmm. he did that. I would. I think. Be, I mean, I'll kill the head Pike. He's can die. Yeah, but I hope. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. That, that would be upset on a Pike. Oh, I see what you did there. Awesome. So that's what we we're done here. Loved it. Can't wait Loved for the it. finale. Can't wait. A few days late. Away. Away. That's what I said. I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. Talk to you next time.